Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy. Then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place. And we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. Hey, hey, Stella Belafonte here, and welcome to another Tasty Topic Tuesday. And today is not going to be such a tasty one. Yes, tasters, I am going to, I got to give you the bad taste in my mouth. First, let me start by saying I was all set and ready for a topic. I was feeling joyful. I had so much to say. I wanted to really touch on certain things, and my mind is not even there. Tasters, it's, it's so much real shit going on in the world and in the community that I couldn't even stay focused on my original topic if I tried. So, I'm not going to do it to myself. I'm not going to be phony. Mm-mm, not today. Today, you are going to hear me roar. <laughs> you know, it might be a short stay. It might not, but it's definitely not. Um, This is not a sweet one. Ain't no sweet dessert with this one. Well, first, let's start off talking about my mentals. I was actually in good spirits. You know, I had a couple of, like I said, just good things on the horizon for me as far as podcast casting and networking and just getting to know people and figuring out this whole podcast arena, navigating my way around it better. And I felt really good about that. Uh, also, just blessings have been falling all over me. You know, just real blessings. And I don't want to boast and I don't want to brag, but there are things that are happening to me. And um, is it prayer, manifest, spirituality? Are these the reasons why things are happening? You know, like maybe it's all three, a, a combination pack. I remember I was talking to my Batman about prayer versus manifesting. And he hates the whole manifest idea. He even put up a post one time saying when prayer became manifest, manifesting, that's when things went downhill. And you know what? I, I don't know if I agree or disagree. I just feel like you have to do whatever is right for your spirituality and to help you keep it together out here in these streets. If it's burning candles and, and, and putting crystals at the bottom of your, your, your Fiji water, taking baths in pink salt, rubbing yourself down in oils, having tantric sex, whatever you have to do, Get your shit together and keep it together in this crazy world. You do it. And that's what I've been doing. Like, I already had the acupuncture talk. I'm not going to bore you to death with that. And, um, you know, I pray. I know that I could definitely get stronger in my prayer. You know, that's that's my challenge throughout the end of the year. To really get stronger in my prayers. Because I know we're not out here alone. We're definitely not out here by ourselves. You know, people would be quick to say, well, if there's a God, then why does all this bullshit happen? You know, don't forget, you got the power of free will. 
And also, the, the the devil is not a lie. I don't even know what that means exactly. I hear a lot of country people say, the devil is a lie. What the fuck does that exactly mean? Because apparently, the devil is the truth out here. It's just, what path are you going to choose? That's where your free will comes in. Anyway, that's my mentals. You know, I, I was in a good headspace, and then so much bullshit is going on. It's like, what the fuck, man? Let me tell you what brought me here to the table today and um you know I guess I, I, uh, such distress I would say just a little bit of emotional turmoil yesterday we all got word via social media that the young rapper PNB if you don't know him he was on that song that 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 everyday we lit song young man 30 years old was killed while having breakfast well, I don't know if it was breakfast, but he was having, he was eating out at the Waffle House with his lady, the mother of his beautiful daughter. I don't know if their daughter was with them, but um, he was shot to death and robbed, shot to death and robbed of his jewelry as he lay dying. And tasters, that really, like, it blew my mind. It blew my mind because I don't get it anymore. I feel like as black as I am, when I hear these stories, I kind of step outside of myself. It's like I'm black, but I ain't that black. I'm never so black that I'm going to understand all this talk about ops. People are blaming his child's mother for his death because she posted their location. Let's be real taste, especially my women. How many of us don't do that? It just women just of all races it's become habit forming you post it's not even about posting your location she posted a food pic we all do that for the oohs and the ahs and the ooh give me some I wish I was there where's my plate you know that that that's our scrapbook now that's our photo album social media Instagram Snapchat Facebook all of it so the young man PMB's lady is being blamed. She should have never posted their location when you know who he is and what he's into. And apparently he wasn't into anything but rap. It seemed to just be, you know, for now, a random robbery. And this young man was killed and robbed. And it just, what fucked with me was, again, rest in peace to this young man. His name is not PMB Rock. That is his stage name. His name is Rakim Allen. And he's gone now. And all of these conversations online about ops and it was probably a setup and all this other weirdness. I just can't believe it. Like nobody's talking about the fact that he's dead, focusing on how it should have never happened for whatever reason. Now, like I said, all this talk about setups and ops, you know, it's a fucking shame that we live in a world where as a Young black woman, if you are dating somebody in the music industry who happens to be successful, that you just can't enjoy a day out with that man without looking over your shoulder. Oh, people are talking about she never took his life seriously. You know, he did an interview about two weeks ago with a YouTuber who's going to remain nameless because I do not like his fat stinking ass. I feel like he's a disgrace, but he gets a lot of good interviews with a lot of people. So PNB Rock sat down with this... um. Fat Alvin and the Chipmunks looking ass nigga 
about two weeks ago talking about how he and this lady were out again in LA because this happened in LA and he felt uncomfortable like something was going to pop off on that day and he mentioned that you know she was like nah babe let's just enjoy the day you worry too much and people are really angry with at this woman I am going to call out a certain rapper there's a certain bug-eyed flea-bitten rapper who you need a fly swatter and a bottle of Windex for every time he comes on your your radio or out of your phone or out of your car stereo you feel like you need Windex and, and Clorox wipes just to get him off the airwaves he made a statement that this young man's lady should just off herself because she had no business posting their location and that's why he's dead now and this is the, the shit I just can't wrap my head around tasters like where, where, where do we when is when is the bullshit gonna stop you know my friend and I my guy friend my male bestie since elementary school and myself were having a real heated argument this morning we touched on everything tasters from Dr. Umar to Cynthia G to Tommy Sotomayor's stinking ass. If you don't know who Tommy Sotomayor is, you ain't missing out. But look him up if you don't know about him. He hates black women. He blames everything that's happening in the black community on black women. He refers to, and mind you, only dark-skinned black women. He doesn't seem to have a problem with red bones and high yellow women. But if you got any real color content to you and don't be single with children. He's going to blame you for the world's issues. So that's Tommy Sotomayor. Look his self-hating ass up if you need to or when you get a chance. And we were just touching on everything. And we were just wondering, like, when does it stop? And I, I've, I've got my own conclusions. And I'll touch on that later on in this episode. But, oh, on a, a, a lighter note, welcome to episode 40, Tasters. I'm so proud of myself. I never thought that I would be 40 episodes in. This was something that I did. It was like a passion project because I never did write. You know, I've always liked to write, but I never did sit down and take the time to pen a novel or memoirs. I feel like the life that I've led or the life that I'm still leading is memoir and journal worthy. That one day they're going to open up a time capsule a hundred years from now and they're going to wonder who the fuck was Stella Belafonte. They're going to want to dig up more about me. Get the shovels ready. Like this woman had to be somebody great. Look at the stories. Like this is always who I thought I would be, but I never took the time to sit down and write. And you know, it ain't over. It could happen. I may just. But right now, I'm doing a lot of living. I'm having experiences. And I'm talking about them all on this podcast. So again, welcome to episode 40. And I'm damn proud of myself. So, going further into the shit that knocked me off my square and brought me to this table today Illinois 
the state of Illinois made an announcement yesterday. It's just like yesterday was just a bad day. It was like an episode of Black Mirror. That's old tasters. If you are not onto Black Mirror, you better catch up. Go on Netflix or whatever your streaming watching platform is for getting into shows and binge watch Black Mirror if you have not. Black Mirror is an excellent series. It's like Twilight Zone and Outer Limits all rolled up in one for the 21st century and it is wild and there were things that happened on black mirror that was so raw and so crazy and so futuristic and supernatural that's actually happening now and i feel like the things that's going on really remind me of an episode of black mirror so again if you ain't up you better catch up Get into Black Mirror. Oh, and they got another season. I looked it up. They said that Black Mirror, we are in for a treat. We got another season coming up. And I'm so excited about that. But what I'm not excited about is that life has become a Black Mirror season. So the state of Illinois, back to my original thought, announced yesterday their their chief or sheriff got on national TV, on a microphone, in full uniform, and announced that as of January 1st, 2023, in the state of Illinois, these are the following non-detainable offenses. Non-detainable mean that these are things that you can do. These are the crimes that you can commit in the state of Illinois. And you will not go to jail for. You will not be arrested. You will not be detained. Beginning January 1st, 2023, you will not be arrested or detained for aggravated battery, aggravated DUI, Aggravated fleeing, like if you do some fuck shit, you can run and they don't have to chase you. Arson, so you could just set shit on fire if you feel like it. Burglary, so you could just rob motherfuckers all willy-nilly. Drug-induced homicide, so now if you decide to kill somebody, if you just jump up and get mad enough to kill, you can blame it on the drugs. Blame it on the coke, blame it on the smoke, blame it on the pills. Intimidation. So now, you know, before when you had a motherfucker that was making you feel afraid, be it an ex-boyfriend, a current man, or some bitch at your job, or just some uh, crazy neighbor, you can't call the cops on them now because they're going to tell you it's nothing we can do about it. You know, I'm sorry that you feel afraid. Here's the big one. This one, I don't know why it fucked with me more than all of them. Kidnapping. Kidnapping is no longer... A detainable offense as of January 1st in 2023 in the state of Illinois. You can snatch a motherfucker off the street, throw them in your trunk, take them into the woods and do what you wish and you won't go to jail for it. Again, robbery. I'm trying to figure the difference between robbery and burglary. Okay, I guess burglary is when someone actually breaks and enters into a, a, a place and robbery I feel is maybe more hands-on, more personal. Like if someone breaks, comes into my home while I'm sleeping or while I'm at work, that's a burglary. If I am walking down the street and somebody snatches my pocketbook, that's a robbery. Or holds up a liquor store, a bank while I'm in there, that's a robbery. I guess burglary is more sneaky. I don't know. But in Illinois, you won't be detained for it. Second degree murder. You know, it still fucks with me that murder comes in degrees because I feel like if it's intentional, murder is murder is murder. But second degree murder is no longer a detainable offense as of 01-2023 in Illinois. And threatening a public official. I thought that was laughable because how often does that happen? 
that that those are the people that have the least to worry about. So while they're passing all these strange and outrageous laws, how many public officials really have anything to worry about? Well, you know what? I can't exactly say that. Because we've been hearing some wild stories lately. About a week ago, there was a black man in Tennessee who was arrested for kidnapping a white woman while she was jogging, who just so happened to be heiress to some billion-dollar hardware store um, fortune. She was jogging, and they said that this black man, who had already served 20 years behind bars, snatched this woman off the street. I think he may have had an accomplice. Threw her in a truck, rode off somewhere with her. I don't know if there was ransom demanded or whatever, but anyway, he killed her. This woman was murdered, and they said whatever he did to this woman, and when they did find her, or whoever reported seeing him put a body in his truck, she was beyond recognition. I don't know what the fuck is going on out here, tasters, but it's wild. It's crazy. I've honestly, admittedly, never seen the movie The Purge, but I don't have to see that movie to know and to understand the premise. I know what The Purge was about for a day just allowing people to do what they wish with no consequences to just commit any criminal act down the murder with no consequences and in the movie the purge apparently it was just um a a 12-hour block that you had to do you got a chance to do anything that you wanted to with no consequences so this shit that's going on in illinois is actually worse than the purge because this ain't no 12-hour once a year block it's called the safety act Capital S-A-F-E dash capital T act. I don't understand where safety comes in with this. But right now, I'm so happy that I don't live in Illinois. As my man Sean Davey of Sean Davey Way on YouTube said, Illinois people get out. What's to stay there for? I feel like Illinois people get out. L.A. people leave. New York City people get the fuck out. Look, Memphis popping off. You know, they, you, you had the young man again. I think I mentioned this. That went crazy in Memphis last week. 19 years old and just decided to come outside and just start shooting people. With a smile on his face. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me to talk about dick and and... And, and, and fucking and sucking and loving and cheating and all of the kikis and all that good shit when all of this seriousness is going on in the world. So you know what? Okay, tasters, I won't leave you starved. I want to talk about dick. I want to talk about pussy. Let's, let, let's talk about it. How about some sexual discipline in our community? And when I say our community, I used to think that community meant where you lived. Apparently not. Community seems to mean who you are as a collective, where you live. Like, I live in the Crown Heights section of Brooklyn. I live amongst Jewish people. They are considered a community. I'm black, American. That's a community. I live amongst black people from the Caribbean. They are their own community. So community means, to me, who you are as a collective within your culture and your race. So as a community, black American, I'm going to stick to. Let's throw Caribbean in there too. I feel like as far as dick and pussy is concerned, 
We got to practice some sexual discipline and some womb care. If you don't follow Archduchess the YouTuber, Cynthia G the YouTuber, you need to follow them. That is Miss Archduchess and Cynthia G. A lot of people will say that they are man haters. They hate black men. You know, a lot of their shit is nuts. A lot of the stuff that they say is over the top. But it all boils down to womb care and who we should not procreate with. Because the, the discussion I was having with my homeboy earlier is... Where do we start? Where do we even begin to fix these issues? I feel like it starts from there. Stop fucking everybody. It is 2022, 21st century. When are we going to stop blaming the ills of our communities on bad parenting, absentee fathers, drug addiction, alcoholism, the white man, what happened when welfare came, the civil rights era, as Cynthia G said, and I don't want to ruin the quote. She was talking about that civil rights era madness. She said, you know, as black people, she feels like we, she said, okay, here it goes. A quote, black men are the only group of men who have the privilege of blaming all of their degenerate behaviors on welfare in the 1960s. And I have to fucking agree. When are we going to stop saying, you know, things were better back then? Well, where did we get lost at? I'll tell you where we got lost. And this is just in my opinion. I feel like as a community, collectively, a lot of our grandparents and great-grandparents were so caught up in struggling that they made it a, their business to say, I'm doing this and I'm busting my ass and breaking my neck so my kids don't have to. I don't want my son and daughter to have to suffer like me. And I think what happened is something got lost in translation. You know, there was a mix up and people confused struggle with suffering and hard work with suffering. And what ended up happening is this might be an unpopular opinion. I'm not saying for all. But for a lot of us, what we did was raise a generation of spoiled motherfuckers. Let's be honest, tasters. How many of y'all know or have experienced too many times within our communities? I'm keeping it black American, where there was a house in the family, a beautiful house that fell apart, that went to shit because it was full of family members that didn't want to work. That decided to chose drugs and alcohol in the streets. That didn't pay the taxes and the mortgage. Didn't do anything to keep the house up. And then the family had to lose the house. How long, how many, how many generations of us are going to go through that? Now I'm going to take myself out of it. You know, I'm proud of my family. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. You can say, oh, yo, you bragging. I don't come from that type of background. We were raised by elders who felt like we all were. We all do something. You gonna go to school, you gonna do something. You gonna work, you gonna go to school, or you gonna get your ass the fuck out of here. And we maintained, and we did what we had to do, and we don't lose the house. I don't, honestly, there's nobody that I can recall in my family that ever went through anything where they had to give up their homes because they couldn't keep themselves together. So how often are, are we gonna let shit like that happen? 
you know, um, back to the sexual discipline. How many years and generations are we going to have women just having babies by no good men complaining about them? Oh, he said he was going to be there. He lied. He turned his back on me. He wasn't the father he was supposed to be. I had to raise this kid all by myself or these kids all by myself. We know better. We know better. I'm 45 years old and I made the conscious choice to not be a single mother. You hear me? The conscious choice to not be a single mother. Because contrary to popular belief, unless your man is killed or dies of some illness or natural causes, single motherhood is a choice. Let's talk about men. Since, you know, we love talking about dick. Wrap it up. Step your pullout game up. Stop busting nuts in everybody. How many years, decades, and centuries are we going to have black men complaining about how they hate their baby mother? Or they wish they wouldn't have got a particular woman pregnant? You don't have to. That's where sexual discipline comes from, tasters. I feel like if we practice sexual discipline and womb care and not instilling in our children the shit about what they shouldn't have to do, you know, as far as hard work and struggle, we'll definitely be better for it. I know you probably all are saying, what does that have to do with this young man being killed? Everything. Because I'm not a a, a guru. I don't have no crystal ball. But I can imagine the person or the people that caused this young man PNB Rock's death. You can't convince me that they came from good stock. You know, we make that excuse too. Sometimes you don't know what your kids is up to. You have no idea. Yes, the fuck you do. I'm going to point some fingers and place some blame. One thing that we do as black people, we like to look down at white people. And talk about what we wouldn't have. Oh, white folks just let their kids do anything. When you hear about um, a tragedy where school gets shot up, the first thing in our mind is, I know they was white. That's because white people just let their kids sit in the house with the door closed and in the basement doing what the fuck they want to do. And they don't have no discipline. Well, a lot of times, neither do we. You know how we end up with niggas in the streets that's out here killing motherfuckers? Not motherfuckers, excuse me. I'm, I'm going off on a tangent because I'm angry. We end up with communities full of young people who have no remorse for killing because of what we allow. I know too many families where there's a lot of closed door shit going on. I could tell you I dodged a bullet or two. God covered me because I have been with men in my younger years that did what the fuck they wanted to do behind closed doors. I was even, I'm not going to give away all of that. Like I said, there's a lot of shit that goes on in black households behind closed doors that you'd be surprised that parents are not asking questions and, and they're not talking to their kids about what's happening. Let's talk about all of us tasters in my age group who can recall being able to spend a night at a young man's house when you was even in high school or in your early 20s and ma ma and dad didn't know what the fuck was going on behind them closed doors so we got to stop that closed door shit too not saying that your children don't deserve privacy but it shouldn't be like remember in the movie pain and full you know all of that was based on true events it should never be a time in your household that your kid is in these streets, a whole fucking kingpin, driving fancy cars 
and coming in with stacks of money enough to buy properties and you don't know nothing about it. How about these fucking gang busts? They, they always talk about gangs. These community gang busts and dope dealer busts, especially in, in the projects in New York City, where they busting these whole, just, just, just a whole, what they call it, a, a whole conglomerate, is that the word? Of gangsters and street niggas that when they tally up their shit, it was this amount and, and drugs that was found and all of this money and all of this jewelry. And the parents is losing their project apartment and, and crying, hanging it, you know, wringing their hands like, I can't believe it. I had no idea that my son or my sons was up to that because they wasn't even taking care of home. Just recklessly running the streets, harassing people, intimidating people. Look, doing all the shit that you about to be able to get away with in Illinois. And I, I just don't get it anymore. So again, wound protection, sexual discipline, wrap it up. Start talking to your fucking kids. Cut this closed door shit out. And all this mess about, well, I work two jobs. You know, you got those excuses too. The parents who just allow their kids to run amok because they had to work to maintain a roof over their head. And, and, and you, you get this pass because you don't know what your kids are doing while you're working hard. I, you know, I feel like maybe more people should be like me and make that conscious choice over the years to just not be parents. Knock it off and cut it out. You know, so... That was my rant today, Tasters. Again, rest in peace to PNB Rock. I pray for our community. That shit that's happening in Illinois. I don't want to say I'm just going to sit back and sipping on wine to see what's going to go down. But I just want to know. I'm just curious where that came from. How is it a positive? I know that defund the police shit. You know what they said? Be careful what you wish for. Because I honestly never understood that platform. That was a part of the movement two years ago that people were so stern about. Defund the police. Tasters, do you know what that actually means? Take money away from the system that protects us. How is that helpful? How does it work? And just imagine, what if this shit in Illinois is just the cat the catalyst for more fuck shit to come? You know, state, state to state. What if that shit works in Illinois or they feel like it works and it makes its way up here to New York? What if it makes its way further down south to North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia? Places that already have crime rates that are astronomical regarding blacks. How is any of this shit going to work? So, tasters, again, you know, thank you for joining me at my table. You know, this one was a pretty short stay. And definitely um, a hard pill to swallow. So, I just want you all to be safe out here. Winter is coming. You know, we're we in mid-September. Winter is definitely coming. And, you know, a lot of these criminals is going to be looking to keep themselves warm and fed. And don't let them 
be warm and fed on your watch. Watch your backs. Talk to your children. Get yourselves together. I was told that New York has passed, um, you know, gun laws making it easier to acquire, not even acquire a weapon. I think the law is, if I'm not mistaken, that you can carry a weapon a concealed weapon and it's no longer a crime. I don't know. I have to do more research on that because I don't want to just babble about things I don't know. But I do know that right now you can carry a gun. I don't know if they've made it easier to acquire. But um, yeah, let's get our gun licenses going. Let's protect ourselves. Get your mace. Get your switchblade. Oh yeah, that's another part of the Illinois law before I go that was really scary. That they're telling their citizens that If any of these crimes that are listed is committed and you happen upon one of these crimes or it's happening towards you or against you, it is up to you to decide how you handle the situation. So basically they're telling you if somebody breaks into your home in Illinois and you have a shotgun, you have every right to blow that motherfucker's head off. Now, there's a lot of pros and cons with that. The pro is... You know, you're protecting your household. The con is, what if it don't go that way? What if somebody kicks in your door? You got a gun out in your gun jams. Now you're fighting with a burglar. Again, if you ain't into Black Mirror, you better get get into it. That's what I want you to do, tasters. Get your favorite um, libations, as they say. Damn it, get you some booze. And one day when you ain't got to work... And you ain't got shit to do. Binge watch Black Mirror. It's so many episodes that'll blow your mind and make you say, yo, this shit is happening. I feel like either it's happening or it could happen. So yeah, give Black Mirror a chance. And thank you for joining me at my table today. And as far as I know you fucking lying, again, I just feel like God has covered me in so many instances. Fuck dodging bullets. I have dealt with men that when I look back, I can just say I'm glad I didn't have babies by then. I'm glad I did not allow these men to pop me with children because I feel like some of the men that I fucked with, we would have had children that could have possibly been out here ruining the community. I will give you, I know you fucking lying. I was dealing with a street nigga back in the days. I was real young, about 13, 14. And he got locked up. He got locked up. I didn't know he was locked up. This is back in the, you know, my young years. Really young. Like I said, probably if I wasn't 13, I was probably about 15, 16. That was still very young. And I didn't realize that he had got sent away. He was actually in jail. And what I was doing is I was writing letters, sending them to his house. Because that's what we did back in my teens. When you liked the boy, you sent him letters. And he was actually locked up. And I didn't know that he was locked up. So what his family would do is when they went to visit him once or twice a year, they would take whatever mail that would come to the house for him. So I never forget when he got home, he called me and explained the situation to me. And... I went to his house and we were actually sitting in his room on his bed and this nigga was reading some of the letters that I wrote to him 
out loud. I think in the end, maybe my final letter, I think it got back to me somehow that he was locked up. That That's where I'm going with this. With the, I know you fucking lying. And I wrote in my final letter, I've been sending letters to your house. I didn't know that you were locked up. So anyway, the stupid nigga is sitting on his bed reading my letters out loud to me. I guess that was like romance to him. And he was like, he got to a part. Mind you, he was reading with his finger. And he was like, you say, I wish I had known that you was locked, lock it up, lock it up. What you mean lock? What is that? And yeah, that's how I know you fucking lying tasters. I was crazy about it. A, a young nigga. Cause if I was 15, 16 at the time, he was probably about 19, 20. And this is how this nigga read. He couldn't read again. Look, two, two episodes back to back with motherfuckers. They can't read. And he asked me, he said, what does that mean? With that, you didn't know I was locked up. And I never forget, as young as I was, I had held my head in my hands. And I was like, that says locked up. I didn't know that you were locked up. And then he was like, oh, he shrugged it off. Like, okay. And he went back to reading with his finger. So again, God covered me. And I feel like I dodged a bullet. Can you imagine the kind of fucking dunce cap situation me and this nigga would have had bringing babies into the world? And oh, rewinding, he was already a father. At that time, he had a daughter that was about three years old. He was a very young father. And um, only God knows what he became in life, you know, after those years. I pray that he wasn't able to procreate with anyone else. Because he, he, he shouldn't have been a father even then. Reading with his finger and mispronouncing words. But anyway, tasters. Again, protect your wounds. Wrap it up, fellas. Take care of your communities. You gotta cut this shit. You know, we gotta raise our children. I don't even want to talk about how we should raise our children because I'm not a mother and people again will be you know inclined to say who are you to say you ain't got kids well I don't have to have kids to know there's something's being lost there's something that's not being taught when you got assholes out here killing people in broad daylight and removing their jewelry robbing them while they lay dying something ain't right something has to change so I pray for change And that's going to be it for today, Tasters. And I thank you again for listening. Thank you for sitting at my table. If, you know, every episode is not so dramatic, (laughs) we want to have some fun. I got some fun episodes. Just go back. This is episode 40. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you all. All five or six of you. (laughs) Bye.